0: gonna have to work
1: (laughs) what up what up i'm adrian young i'm ali shaheed muhammad and we are the midnight hour and you are listening
0: to 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 mega Mega late Late show Show. Show. that's right welcome back to the mega late show i am the host mega um yeah so you know i do the in-studio episodes here in tokyo my brother late has been doing phone conversations i don't i wouldn't call them interviews he's just having conversations with the homies over the phone you can check those out on the same Megalade show timeline uh on soundcloud or spotify or wherever you get your podcast delivered um those are called temperature checks i think he's got one with our homegirl daisha that i haven't listened to but we got an old homie here in the studio today and this is part two of episode number 142 eto peace what up brother buenas tardes man i need to have you do a drop for me just (laughs) introduce the mega late show in in (laughs) spanish you know what i mean
1: hola amigos bienvenidos al late show something like that right right right. (laughs) exactly (laughs) that exactly
0: that yeah yeah i mean i grew up in i grew up in (laughs) southern california so like um a lot of the community, you know, I'm in occupied Mexico, essentially. Yeah. In Southern California. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it until I got a little older, but like the street names, like I'm on El Camino Real, right. you know, California, <laughs> like all these things is like hella Spanish. But when I was growing up, you know, I was like, I was i was always at the swap meet every weekend with my mom and mm. the majority of the community that was there was like you know mexican spanish-speaking mexican cats and so i feel like i should have picked up on more spanish but really i was just every time i heard it, i was like damn i don't understand what's going on yeah <laughs> and i didn't really start to like see the beauty of the culture until i got older and i was like wow like you have culture you know what i mean it's like it is an actual culture like yeah. all of you guys are all our culture whereas like you know in california things are a little bit more intertwined. Like, right. you know, the black community out there is still a black community, but like the culture that we have is one that's kind of being generated and not one of memory. Like we're not as connected to our even slave ancestors in the same way that people in the South are. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, it, it was, it was always interesting. I used to look to the, to the Mexican community and to the Samoan community and be like, that's crazy that y'all just have like holidays that y'all are following. Is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right, but yeah, man. I, I um, Christopher Columbus, yeah, <laughs> it's like word, yo. Um, of course, this is part two of the episode, and um, the beats in the background that'll mostly be playing when we're not playing our own songs are by my cat Il Sugi, been on the podcast, I forget what episode number, but check out his um, his new album on Cold Busted called War Pays. Most of these, I think they might have took it off Spotify, but most of the tracks I'm playing are from his back catalog from a variety of years. So, yeah, 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 man. Megalate Show Part 2 of the episode is where we play music that we like. And uh, since I got Eto in here, of course, we're going to play some music off of his new EP and his newest single that was just released. Go back and listen to Part 1 for a little bit more about his experiences here in Japan and coming up with the project and A whole variety of things that we get into about puerto rican culture and 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 that but let's start eto with um where the name come from
1: uh well actually uh my 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 stepmom uh shout out to janice uh she was the first person that i remember calling me that and uh it just stuck and then uh i started using that to introduce myself here in japan because i found out later on that Eto is a—it's a family name here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it just made sense. I, I just started introducing myself as Eto, and it just right. stuck. And
0: it's also a disfluency, though. Eto, Eto. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. You want to say I'm um, here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was like a like. Where where did your stepmom get it from? Is it like a? Yeah, just like a shor- from short shortening of the your the government name. Or, yeah,
1: Ernesto. yeah.
0: Okay, because that's how I knew you. I knew yeah, you exactly. Ernesto. Okay, <laughs> Eto. I'm rocking with you on that. I'm going to keep that, you know. Dope. I'm not going to call you Ernesto <laughs> anymore, Eto. But, yeah. And and you're a, you're a percussionist. You're a drummer, yes? Yes. Yeah. When, when did you start
1: drumming? I started when I was 15. Uh, and the reason why I started is because I thought the the drummer was the guy that's having the most fun. He looked like he was just, you know, having the most fun and, and with a lot of the responsibility, too. Because yeah. if the drummer sucks, the whole band sucks, yeah. to be honest. you know. Keeps so. time for everybody. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I don't I don't know I think like I, I I I thought that being a drummer would actually help me stay in shape as well, and mm. would actually uh, I actually sought out that pressure too, like the pressure of because I I mean I wasn't I wasn't a really good athlete, mm. but like I kind of took that drumming job as being an athlete, so it kind of like just having just having that those situations where there's like a lot of pressure, helped me become like really good at handling. Uh, high-pressurized moments Mm. and and just being in front of people performing, you know.
0: When you first started drumming, what type of music were you drumming to? Were you trying to learn, like, like shit that they would teach you in band class? Or were you trying to learn, like, Nirvana? Yeah, like
1: Nirvana, like, a lot of punk rock, a lot of uh, metal, a lot of, uh, yeah, like, Spanish uh, rock music, too.
0: Like, a lot of that. Was that kind of, like, your first love in terms of music that you kind of grew to, like... You know our parents listen to one type of music but yeah. around you know 12 years old all throughout college we start developing our own tastes right. did you kind of gravitate more towards the rock
1: yeah at, at first I, I was just gravitating to the rock because that's all of the music that i would be watching on mtv mm. and it's funny because like in at home you would be watching mtv and you would be exposed to that that music but then in the car on the way back from school or or with your friends you will be listening to reggaeton Mm. so it's you get both of both of those worlds and uh a lot of people in puerto rico grew up listening to all kinds of music too so yeah i guess that's how the taste kind of like expanded Mm. okay yeah who
0: are some of your favorite bands uh from then and now just yeah rifle them off who you like i really like red hot chili
1: peppers because i like how they they mix funk with rock yeah i thought that was just so
0: fucking cool yeah Yeah. i mean my earliest memories of like seeing rock music on on television that i liked were like the chili peppers but like what is it blood sugar magic yeah yeah blood blood sugar sugar, sex sex magic magic? yeah Yeah. you know under the bridge that used to come on i'm like what is this it's great Yeah. yeah oh my god yeah i still listen to that album sometimes even uh the one that came out while I was in high school I had a girlfriend that was listening to it and and now when I hear it it kind of breaks my heart because she kind of broke my heart <laughs> shout out to Sammy Harris you know what I mean shout I, out to Sammy yo she hit me up yeah, to be to be real with you though she hit me up a couple months back and she's like in a bad way and 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 it I didn't like like ah, ha, ha, you know what I mean? like it was never like that but I was just kind of like yo like It's it's funny that you hitting me up and you you're telling me all these things that like basically tell me that you miss me type of shit, knowing that I'm like married. So I (laughs) kinda feel like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm still on it, yeah. Yeah, I still got it, still got it. Yeah. And and you know, the dude that she started dating after me is a dude that she just divorced. So they had a long you know relationship but oh. i shouldn't have said her name but <laughs> yeah fuck it yeah, You should don't listen to, to sammy. Me. yo sammy <laughs> yo but but californication you know, fucking makes me sad oh okay yeah but yeah but flea is an incredible he's one of my favorite bass players oh my know? god yeah. yeah him and like uh i just yeah. thought that, that rhythm section is
1: is just is pure it's it's the best rhythm section i can come up up come come up with you know like Like the 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 Chad Smith the drummer and Flea, they they were just so funky. Yeah, Yeah, funky. funky. Yeah, Yeah. it just makes you want to move. It's so perfectly syncopated, and uh, and then uh, all you need uh, all you need the guitarist to do is just get on that on that beat train, you know, and just riff it out, and it's just magical. Right, right. Even live, I've seen them like three times, and they always sound amazing. Like, are they still putting out music? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm not heard, sure.
0: I can't say that I've a- been actively paying attention since, like, uh, that Aeroplane song yeah. that came <laughs> out, which is good, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> at that point, I'm kind of, like, elsewhere. You know what yeah. I mean? I, like, I'm, I'm into more of the weird shit. Okay.
1: <laughs> Who else did you like? Uh, well, yeah, I used to listen to a lot of uh Nirvana. That's how I got into Dave Grohl, and I started, like, copying what he was doing. I started copying like a lot of uh, other people too like Travis Barker and uh I mean I never was able to do everything that they do cuz they're just amazing Travis Barker's Yeah nice. I mean but but it but it did uh uh show me some licks that later on I would introduce with uh the music that that I did with Red Bed Rock and all those other bands and uh but yeah basically like this has all been just kind of like a, a journey into learning so many different skills that now i'm using with what i'm doing in in my solo project as well so it's been really a really interesting ride basically
0: Mm. yeah i mean uh we're close to the same age uh like a like a like a high school generation removed but (laughs) you know a lot of those bands that were coming up is like i was around as the popularity of grunge and indie rock kind of started to take form and also you know, in the in the mid two thousands, where like indie rock got more experimental and yeah. there was more stuff, and so I've always had a, a a deep appreciation for that. Like when I was a kid, I loved Pearl Jam. To oh, be cool! With. Yeah. the first two albums, like Versus and Ten, I loved those albums, and and you know, people put me on to like punk and you know, uh, just uh, you know, the Sex Pistols yeah. and, and Allison Chains and. The Crow soundtrack is, like, yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> soundtracks. But, but yeah, I, I I can't say that I listen to too much rock shit nowadays. I still love a lot of cats, but, like, um, Zach Hill. Are you familiar with him?
1: Oh, it's, no, not really. He
0: was with a band called Hella, and he's also one of the guys from, um... One of the guys from uh, Death Grips, the producer for Death, oh, Grips. Death Grips. yeah. Yeah, but Zach Hill's nuts. You've never listened to any of his music? No, not it's maybe really, I have, but I've never never knew it was Zach Hill. Yeah, it's it's um it's pretty it's pretty nuts. Let me see if I can find something. He's got an album called um, Face Tat that's fucking hard. Oh damn, it's pretty old too. Hold on, let me see if I can find it here. But it's like drumming, you know. Oh, nice. Now, when he drums, it's like, yo, how does the, your body, like, kick like that? Like, <laughs> so
1: he's the drummer for Death Trips?
0: Yeah. Oh. Producer, he produced a lot of beats, too, because he's like, their music's really strange, hella. Like, oh, then maybe I did see him play uh, when they came here uh, for Fuji Rock. Probably. Yeah. To see it on video is, like, nuts. He's going off, and, you know, he's, he's like a drummer. He's like a Bruce Lee body type. Like yeah. you, like, like, <laughs> like fit and strong looking but not bulky you know yeah. like fucking striated like that yeah. <laughs> i really like how those toms sound yeah he's dope man but like this is also like his music too Yeah, he's dope man. He's one of my That's favorites awesome. right now. <laughs> yeah, check him out. Zach Hill with a Zach with an H. Okay. Hella. They're really good. Wow. This is so dope, yeah. I really like
1: the 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 hi-hats, he, like, he's the, doing those rolling hi-hats. It's fucking awesome. I
0: should have played video because he looks fucking crazy when he's drumming. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, a trained in music theory or anything like that. I can only judge it by just, like, how it appears and right. how it sounds to me. Which, my, my analytical instrument is refined enough to recognize something that's high talent. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, And he's <laughs> fucking nuts. Like, a lot of people that, that I know that are, like, big, like, rock fans, they're like, he's no John Bonham or, like, you know he doesn't have like these fundamentals that they value in a traditional more i should say more conventional style drummer but right. i think he's fucking hard I yeah think he's yeah fucking dope so he,
1: he he looks really busy yeah when he's playing <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he definitely he definitely is that he's definitely fucking busy as shit so or, do you have like uh, any favorite drummers uh
1: well i think i'm gonna start listening to a lot of zach hill now for sure Tight. and uh I really, I, I, I like, a, I don't have a favorite one, but I just have a a, a long list of, of people I enjoy listening to. Yeah.
0: Word. I'm, I'm bringing this back to the beats. But yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, shit. Let, uh, I do have questions because you, you came from this drumming, you know, percussionist background. And that's kind of the role that you played in the bands that you've been playing with. Right. with what You know, whether it's whoever we talked about earlier. But with this new album that you're doing there's it's not just drums and you singing there's production behind it right so you handled all the production on the album
1: so all the instrumentation uh all the beats uh the lyrics everything is just done by me i love that um but uh the 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 guy the, the guy that's that's that was in charge of actually making it sound uh decent <laughs>
0: like your engineer his, yeah yeah okay. his
1: name is hugh williams shout out to hugh uh he's amazing basically like uh, uh literally like uh the first time i ever heard my drum sounding great was because of him because mm. like one time uh i was uh doing music with this band called the high hopes and um I gave him th- all the files of the drums that we recorded and uh he brought he sent them back and it, they sounded like amazing that was like mm. the, the best sounding uh it sounded like the best sound uh, i ever got out of a kid a kit and um uh yeah after that i i just i just thought like okay why not work with him because like i really like how he mixes the stuff masters mm. it and it all sounds really really professional and I, I, I have no complaints you know I'm really glad like I'm working with somebody like him
0: the the music on the album it sounds like it's professionally engineered I, yeah, this is, this yeah. the reason I asked is I wanted to get into that it sounds uh refined and polished right right. which is like strange for a debuted album and especially strange from a cat that I didn't know did anything else <laughs> other than drumming, <laughs> so I was yeah. like, "Wow, this is—it it really <laughs> sounds professional. It sounds polished and refined." And yeah. And so you you produce everything, and he's kind of mastering and engineering. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Is he
1: out here? Yes, he's a uh, uh, he's a uh, I think uh, in Kanagawa. Yeah, he okay. he handles a uh, uh, a lot of other uh, what's that called? A dub bands and reggae bands as well. Uh, I think his his group is called Three Thousand Worlds. Okay. shout so out, yeah, shout, shout out to Three Thousand Worlds and yeah, like uh, he, he's done such an amazing job. I mean, I'm I'm just so glad I I uh, I I I know of him and he's been able to help me get the sound that I really want out of the whole project. So. Yeah.
0: So uh, on this project, island hopping, you've got four tracks, all of which I have no idea what they're about because, <laughs> you know, the language barrier. Yeah. If um, you <laughs> if if you were to you know introduce somebody to your music, uh, which one of these tracks would you play? Um, I'd like to play one of them right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, the one that people like the most is uh, La Mentira, because uh, it does have a, a catchy vibe to it, I guess. Okay. Uh, la mentira means uh, the
0: lie, the big lie. My wife told me that. Apparently, oh, she can speak really? <laughs> Spanish and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Chica, so. Chica. Like, oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. Maybe I need to learn this. <laughs> but, all
1: right. For those that don't know, chica means girl in yeah. Spanish.
0: Uh,
1: but of yeah, la mentira with a K. But you know, you know the vibes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let me play. It. Let me play. Sure. It.
1: La mentira. Borica en Japón. So The Lie, is the this lie, about a girl? Yes. yes. Is a lot uh, of the
0: album about like your relationship with women?
1: Th- this album has been uh, mostly, yes, uh, it's been about relationships, either from me hearing them through the grapevine.
0: Hold on. Yeah. Let's let it rock for a second. another surprise is i didn't know that you could like sing and do that with your voice dog it's good shit thank you thank you so much <laughs> You impressed me so much With this album man I like It's like It's like You know You know somebody And he's like Oh he cool and shit And then you find out That they could like 360 dunk a basketball Or something You know It's like Oh I didn't You know It's like yeah, You seem like a regular dude But you could also yeah, Spit right. on your head You know It was one of those moments For like me un- that I just Uncle Drew moment Uncle yeah. Drew yeah. I, I just I just realized Like oh man He's like I, I always saw you As a creative As a talented person And obviously A cool enough cat That I would call my friend You know but when i mm-hmm. heard this i was just like what the fuck!" <laughs> like he's like you're singing you're producing you know what i mean it, it it's the whole it's exa- everything that i would expect from somebody making music in this genre that was good oh
1: man thank yeah. you thank so, you so
0: much so the the, the, the right you you're writing all the lyrics right
1: I'm, I'm doing all the instrumentation and all the lyrics and it, basically like well like i said before like how i tapped into like uh like when i was a kid and past relationships uh, I feel like that's that, that was the, the best way for me to feel vulnerable enough to be able to write it. Mm. Uh, because I feel like a lot of times uh, people get too worried about uh, uh, putting, putting stuff down and jotting it down in the paper just because they feel like they're probably going to be embarrassed about other people hearing mm. about it. Or maybe the ego has something to do with it, too. But I felt like, you know... Being vulnerable is just the best way to actually put it out. Yeah, just cause like uh, it's a release too, you know. Like, uh, for example, this song "La Mentira," uh, it's about uh, th- this this girl that's like carrying on a lie, uh, but eventually being found out, and just you know, th- both th- both of them going their separate ways, basically. Mm. To put it in a, in a nutshell, yeah. So yeah, I guess like a lot of the times. Uh, you know, you could put a positive spin to bad things. And uh, who was she, dog? <laughs> who, who lied to you, dog? <laughs> who
0: hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it,
1: like, it, it doesn't have to be like a single person. It could right. be like, you know, like a, a lot of stuff that a lot of other people do. And right. and uh, I just think it's like a, a, a lot of relatability that has to do with the music that I put out. It's right. not because of uh, one specific situation or one person a lot of a lot right. of these experiences uh happen more than once with other people too yeah. so i mean
0: yeah. i i know the vibes you know i used to yeah, write yeah. short stories and it's like you 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 take a you latch onto an emotion of something and you can extrapolate onto it yeah exactly pieces, yeah you know but yeah it's how how long did it take you to put this album together is this all a coronavirus project that just like yeah, all of the shows dried up and so you find yourself sitting in your in your yeah, bedroom basically yeah. yeah that's really what
1: happened I was just sitting there and uh, I just opened up the laptop and uh, I started uh, messing around with GarageBand
0: okay yeah. you made this all on GarageBand
1: uh, a besides of songs, the drums maybe yeah, yeah a couple of songs GarageBand then I started using Logic uh, Halfway cause uh, Hugh Williams actually uh, told me to just do it there cause it's much better uh uh software for that mm. and then uh i think uh i finished all the songs in a span of maybe a month or so oh wow yeah that ep i, I wrote it all down really quickly basically and and then after that uh i called up uh my homie uh which he, he's, he's, he's he's on two he's on the, the tracks, mic yeah? now yeah uh, that's uh Fino, Fino Rico Slick. Slick. He's Puerto out to Rican Fino too. Rico. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican hey, too. Hey, what's yeah. up? <laughs> uh, he's actually uh, one of my homies from like uh, first grade elementary school. He's out here too. No, he's actually oh. out in Kentucky now. Yeah, but uh, but he was uh, gracious enough to uh, help me out with a couple of the tracks, and yeah, every, everything just came, came into fruition really quickly. Oh, time, yeah, man. really cool.
0: And so you you put out the EP uh mid last year and you also just released a single um i want to play that single actually we played it at the end of the last episode but i'd like to play that again if i could uh cool komodo what is this one about so it sounds different than the ep
1: yeah totally yeah So this song is a. Uh, it's, it's a it's a way of describing how two people uh just feel uh really comfortable with just like the b- both of their um uh time together while also like disregarding what's happening out in society mm. uh a lot of, a, a lot of the time that's been spent this year i feel like it's been indoors and uh when you're indoors with someone uh getting to know them uh, and uh knowing like what they like and don't like and and vice versa there's a really cool uh connection that's happening a cool synergy uh, but also like is it, is it is it is it just because like you just spent the whole time together and, and not having anything impede in that, like mm-hmm. n- no outside forces or anything like that? So it's just like you're in a bubble uh, with that person. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great, but, you know, there's there could be bad stuff out right. there. Right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like the vibe that i was going for i don't know if that made sense but no
0: i mean yeah (laughs) you know your explanation is the my only real insight into what's going on (laughs) in the track but but yeah i actually i I think out of out of all the songs this might be the one that i found myself listening to the most oh cool because of like the chorus this part Uh, okay i want (laughs) to sing the lyrics but i haven't even you know i gotta write it down the (laughs) phonetic sounds of it To sing it, but it gives me like this kind of—I don't know—I can feel emotion from the song without knowing the lyrics. It's really—I like this one a lot. That's
1: cool, man. Like I I feel like that's what I try to go for. I try to make people feel something. That's the 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 main uh, thing that I try to go with.
0: Well, so I mean, the sound, the 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 range of sound and kind of the approach sounds. Uh, I, w- I won't say vastly different, but it sounds quite different from the EP. Yeah. Was there like more that you learned in between time or did you just decide to approach because this doesn't sound like a reggaeton and right, in a right. More, whereas as some of the other tracks on the EP approach that more definitively, this is a little different.
1: Right, right. I feel well, I, again, like uh, I just I just thought that the, the beat, the beat that I'm, I usually make beats at the beginning. That's the first thing that I do. So I thought that the beat. Uh, perfectly described what I wanted to write about. So, actually, the name of the song Komodo—that means comfortable in Spanish. Uh, it's spelled with a C, not a K. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was looking at it like, is that a Japanese word? I yeah, don't right. Know, yeah. Is he play. talking about the dragons? <laughs> like Komodo? Exactly. Like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people people can see like a, a lot of distinctions through that just one word, mm. but in reality, it means uh, comfortable in Spanish. So it's like those two people feeling comfortable within their own little bubble uh not oh, okay. worried about an, uh, what's happening in the outside world yeah
0: oh shoot okay i'm, gonna, I'm just running it back again but okay. oh dope <laughs> yeah.
1: but yeah that's the vibe that i was going for yeah you feel
0: like you're but before you you started messing around with garage band and then you said logic did you do any production before no never not really No. just uh, you would lay, lay your drums out for your band and then you know send the stems and then boom. right exactly oh, okay yeah oh. yeah well i never
1: really uh, messed around with like uh, a lot of the melodical side of things mm-hmm. maybe like w- w- with the band i would tell them like oh could you play it like this or mm-hmm. uh but this is like the first time we're actually sat down and just laid everything thought of melody instead of, melody of just and rhythm everyth- yeah exactly okay. yeah
0: Hey man, you're fucking talented. Did <laughs> you, go, you so, so you started playing drums at 15, but did you go to like a like music school, like a theory no, school? No, never. never you self-taught studied, I'm
1: self-taught. Yeah.
0: Hey, shout out to you. I'll give you a fist bump yeah, if thank, we weren't yeah, avoiding man, coronavirus. That's <laughs> no, really good. <laughs> thank and, you and so I'm much. I'm being sincere when I say like I'm I'm uh, saying I'm surprised by the quality is wrong because you know I expect all my friends to be dope, but it's pleasantly surprising uh, how fucking you. good you are at this and how good it sounds. Thank man. you, mega. Gracias, Whatever, gracias, man. Gracias, gracias, mega. What's what's next? So uh, I have
1: a lot of other a, a lot of uh, other singles coming up. Uh, I have another single coming up in April. Uh, but right now I'm just trying to put out as much music as possible. Uh, who knows when I'm going to be able to perform again? But uh, yeah, I would just like to just go out there and be in front of people and just mm. perform because that's really what I like doing. Did you yeah.
0: mention a music video coming out though?
1: Yes, I uh, I do have a music video coming out really soon. For, for what song? For Komodo. Okay. Yeah, time. so that's gonna yeah, come out really that?
0: soon. It's gonna be you and a woman.
1: Uh, not in the video. It's okay. about uh, this, the song is about a, uh, a a woman and a man, but uh, in the video, uh, I think it's more like uh trying to portray that loneliness side of things. Mm. Yeah. Tight. People <laughs> staring off out into the distance,
0: <laughs> there, <you> know, <laughs> yeah. thinking deeply inter- introspective. <laughs> All right, word, man. I'm excited to see it, man. And I'm excited to hear more of your music. And, and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get you on again. It's been too long since the last time you were on, but, um, you know life and shit yeah exactly yeah P- put me on to some of these japanese oh, okay. tone artists could you play yeah, some yeah, of that sure. shit because i find it i find it fascinating i would like to hear that
1: yeah yeah like D- i think a lot of people are gonna be pretty shocked to find out about this uh but uh let me see what's
0: that you're watching joe rogan videos yeah i was i
1: what? think it was playing in the background <laughs> uh. <laughs> let's see yeah here. yeah
0: take your time I'm gonna go ahead and put on some beats in the background here.
1: So uh, this is a this is a guy that uh, did a uh, a cover of a of a Bad Bunny song. You know
0: who Bad Bunny is? I'm not familiar. No. He's a, a reggaeton, reggaeton artist? artist. Okay.
1: And uh, I'm I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure if uh, he got in trouble for this because it sounds really really similar to his hit song, but. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Play
0: it, play it. I'm gonna come down. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Here we go. Shout out Noliel Yo, this is strange just hearing the Japanese <laughs> He's from Okinawa oh, okay yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, island vibes Yeah <laughs> You get tan Japanese women out there <laughs> My wife is Okinawan.
1: Oh, really? Oh, cool Yeah, I can't wait to head out there
0: It's dope, man People are a little different, you know Even the genetic phenotype is different They're shorter, they're hairier they're, There's a whole indigenous people out there Before oh, the right, Japanese right. know, for, Yeah, yeah. right,
1: yeah What do they call it? Rikyu?
0: Yeah Yeah
1: The kingdom Yeah Uchinanju
0: This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of other artists like that, and um, yeah, like uh, it, it's it, it's it's just been really fascinating to find out about all these other Japanese reggaeton artists. Like there, there there's a really cool playlist that uh uh Mr. Takeuchi runs. It's called uh, uh, Reggaeton Japonés. Okay. Yeah, and and it's got like a lot of uh, of the local artists in there, and he's I- he's been really cool letting me be in, like, letting me have a couple of songs in there on the playlist well. and stuff. So? Yeah you and plan on
0: working with any of these artists you yeah you i would love to, to. Oh that would be God, tight.
1: Yeah. yeah i would love to work with to, all of them
0: yeah. to really <laughs> combine that you know that that japanese and puerto rican you yes know, would yeah be, we do, i mean you've been out here for uh, almost half your life yeah basically yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I mean
1: and i i found out too that the okinawan flag is really similar to the Por- puerto rican flag actually
0: yeah. Yo, now that you mentioned it, <laughs> yeah, there's a similarity <laughs> there. Oh, that's ill. That's actually that's crazy, really crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I found out
1: when I saw that I was like, Oh my god, this is like destiny. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I'm really excited to see that take off. That yeah, sounds like man. a really dope kind of interesting uh combination
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i think uh, only good stuff can come out of it for sure yeah man sounds
0: sounds really really interesting and really dope (laughs) what about the other bands you guys aren't planning on making music and stuff like that uh i think the guys
1: uh they're just taking a break now um i'm not really sure what's what's happening because like i'm just focused on my own thing like Mm. uh but yeah like uh the, the the stuff the, the stuff that they that they've been doing i think it it, it it's going to probably they, i think that they I, i'm not sure if they have another uh song coming out i'm not sure okay but uh but i'm talking about red bedrock yeah okay yeah i'm not sure but uh but i'm 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 pretty sure like once everything is is safe again uh Shows. they'll probably do
0: their own thing yeah. yeah oh tight man well i'm i'm interested and excited to see it all i know we're on instagram together and everything I gotta ask though, considering this is a hip hop podcast primarily, you listen to any hip hop music? Yeah, yeah. I've been listening I, to.
1: I've been listening. I guess I've been listening to some of the, the the recent the recent stuff. Not not well, not actually recent. More like a uh, couple of years ago. Like the other day, I was listening to the XXS Tentacion uh, album again, just because it's like really like uh, not so for me. Okay. Like <laughs> not for those people that don't know it just it reminds me of good times in the past yeah. but uh yeah i've been listening to that and uh i usually listen to a lot of old stuff just because just big to pun. reminisce yeah big pun hey, big pun yeah. <laughs> fat <Okay>. joe <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt um uh i remember uh one time i was listening to some tony touch too i was like it came up on my on my Spotify
0: and I was like, "Oh shit, Tony Touch is awesome!" Man, if it wasn't Corona for coronavirus, he was going to come out here. We he was going to be on the show. Oh really? Uh, I mean, wow. that was that was that was the you know uh, Brooklyn Terry. Uh, shout out to you know to Brooklyn Terry, uh, my brother. But he was like, "Yeah, uh, Tony Touch is going to come out here. I'm going to put him on nice. the show with you." Like, <laughs> he's actually hooked us up with a couple people. He hooked us up with um, Marley Mall. Uh, oh, when nice. marley Mall came out here. You know, he he brought him to the podcast, and and that was huge. You know, he's. The god so how's brooklyn terry doing he's good man um he was on the podcast several months back like halfway through last year you know he's been doing uh he's a part of the uh japan for black lives nonprofit organization which oh, is cool uh you know a, a concentrated effort to educate japanese people using the japanese language of um you know the plight of black americans yeah and, and what is black american uh, and, 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 you know, some of the problems that even occur out here, there was a whole thing where the homie Alonzo got stopped by the police in Shinjuku Station a few weeks back. And, uh, you know, he's born and raised in Japan, but he just happens to be a Japanese black man, uh, black and Japanese man. And and uh, so, you know, that made uh, international news. It was on Vice magazine and a, and a bunch of different places. So they're doing really good work, oh, okay. uh, creating awareness about, you know, the experiences of black people out here. But right. you know, Speakeasy's been quiet for the whole year, and uh, yeah, they they're they're not rushing back into it because you know they're concerned with the welfare of the general community. Right, but right. I think he's also got another event bubbling out there in Machida that he's been working on for a while that was kind of you know impeded by uh, this global pandemic. But yeah, right. great. You know, he's still dancing, and it was quite difficult. And I'm I'm sure for you too, even if you're making any money off of the music, like his entire kind of. Life is him traveling, Yeah, you know, people bringing him out, him him hosting, him, you know, judging, him doing yeah. workshops. And, and, you know, that's the life of a creative dancer like him. He's such a huge figure within the house music community. So when there's no international travel, it's basically like he's, you know, uh, yeah. 17 again. Exactly. You know, he, he yeah. can dance his ass off, but like his whole career is kind of set back. Right. That, so. But he's doing good. Yeah, shout outs to Brooklyn yeah, Terry. Shout yeah. out to Brooklyn Terry. <laughs> you know Sarasa just started a new restaurant, too. Did you see that?
1: The the Mexican one? Yeah, oh, she's yeah, she's yeah. got a
0: new a new joint. Oh, a new one. I'm not sure if it's opened up yet, but they started doing the advertising for me for it. So, you know, Sarasa has Casa de Sarasa yeah. in, right off Dogan Zaka, right? Right. And that's authentic style Mexican food, imported ingredients. She has a Mexican chef that she got a visa over. You know what I mean? Cool. Like the whole menu is as yeah. authentic as it can be. Not yeah. not from like Tijuana or Southern California, like from <laughs> yeah. Mexico. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. so she she's uh I guess she got with like a kind of high-end chef that she has a relationship with in, in Mexico. And they're created they've created a high, uh, I don't know what the actual term is, like a upscale yeah. gourmet fusion oh, restaurant. Wow. I'm not sure exactly where it's at. I didn't pay that close attention, but it's called Rubia. And it's like this Mexican Japanese fusion, like high-end food. I imagine oh, it's nice. going to be pricey, wow. but it looks amazing. Where like the, where where is this? At? Like, I, I I'm not sure. Okay. I, I imagine maybe like Midtown, maybe like Roppongi or somewhere, oh, okay. you know. She bougie. got her shit. Yeah. It's got to be in the bougie <laughs> area, right? Maybe it's a Ginza or something, yeah. but like it looks dope so she's 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 staying busy that's awesome yeah so. yeah
1: i haven't had mexican food in a really long time
0: actually i gotta yeah. get it man it's, <laughs> like, it's like you know growing up in southern california it's it's a comfort food for me yeah you know like be- before we had like chipotle and shit we had albertos ribertos robertos and all the Bertos, <laughs> where you could just get like real mexican food cooked in like fucking lard you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, it really yeah. it's really authentic in the in in that regard and and so like i go to like a frijoles i'm like yuck yeah i go to like y <laughs> gomez i'm like yuck yeah I, I, well i'm not like yuck but i'm like eh. yeah you know what i mean like yeah. this needs to be i need you to put some dirt in it right? exactly what you mean, yeah. to make
1: it the unhealthier the better yeah yeah there's something
0: <laughs> there's something to be said about like uh the authentic touch has to also come from, like, those ingredients that yeah. were available, right? And and one of the things is, like, we wasn't cooking it in no damn olive oil. Right. You know, right. it was cooking it in, like, the leftover fat from yesterday's <laughs> meat. You know, you got to have that fucking, that yeah. beef lard. Yeah. And, and <laughs> there was one spot in, uh, God, where is it? Uh, Musashi Shinjo, which is, like, the Namba line or, or out there near Musashi Kosugi. And it was run by these two Japanese, this couple, these Japanese women who lived in San Francisco for a whole minute. And so they learned how to freak all the recipes from, like, cats that was there. And so they come here, and they cook their stuff in lard, and it tastes right. Oh, nice. And it's the most, authentic is maybe not the word for it, but it's the most similar to, like, this type of stuff I would eat when I was in the Oh, okay. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, Yeah, like, I feel like like I haven't had really... cactus
0: that's maybe the name. maybe cactus burrito i think is the name i haven't been there in years okay
1: yeah no i feel like that that ty- that's the type of food that's got to be fatty and greasy in order to taste good because yeah. puerto rican food is the same right yeah puerto rican food like yeah the the the, the more unhealthier it is the better it's going to taste kind of thing you know
0: <laughs> have you ever <laughs> been to um chiles in in, uh, harajuku? Oh, in harajuku yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i enjoy it yeah yeah you know, it's it's authentic, but he also has like this kind of Japanese gastrocentric right. point to it. You know, he's got the shio koji beef, which is like a whole different. You know, you ain't got that in fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like East LA, like it's not yeah, happening, yeah. right? <laughs> but but his is good too. And Carlos yeah. is the man. Yeah, like, chilies
1: is is good. I also enjoy uh, uh, La Jolla. Where's that? La Jolla is in in Hero.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: uh, but actually, I think they they they're closed now because they're remodeling, but. Uh. Uh, but that that's one
0: that I really enjoy going to a lot. Dumb, yeah. Man. I, you know, I, I recently started trying to find like I, I got some, you know, um uh, like I said earlier on, like half Filipino and my mom, you know, she cooked Filipino food, nothing. And Filipino food is not like a like a an East Asian food that or like a Pacific Islander food that got popular like that. Yeah. It's not like sushi or like Korean right. food. It, Cause it's like A lot of it's like One pot You know what I mean yeah, It's like yeah. one pot And you put it on <laughs> the rice And maybe you got a side and, and so I never really ate at Filipino food restaurants And all the ones I go to I'm like Yo my mom freaks it Like way <laughs> better Than this bullshit I don't know where y'all from yeah. But y'all fucking it up yeah, Like yeah. This, this shit ain't supposed to, what, what, what you got in here Is that a rock Like yeah that shit ain't right You but, call
1: this adobo
0: Yeah <laughs> But I, I met some homies out here My homie Nair B Is like full Filipino you know, and then my other homie, um, Mo, is uh, Ro, uh, Ro Morikawa, he black and Filipino. And so we went out to the Filipino food spot and was like, nah! it was just <laughs> nice to have it. Yeah. Yeah. But my wife is learning how to freak the recipes. Oh, too, OK, so, you know, cool, cool. Put it down, man.
1: I'm not really familiar with a lot of the Filipino restaurants. Maybe you should send me some some locations.
0: They're all up there uh, like three stations away and fucking like uh, where are they at? Uh, not OG damn i can't remember the station it's like three stations away. oh whatever. okay what is it um uh Akabane. oh, Akabane. Yeah. oh yeah there's yeah, like okay. two there's there's one that is a a restaurant like a buffet style restaurant and yeah there's one it's like a an ingredient store but you could also get like the frozen joints there and yeah cook it at your house like the like the sausages oh like nice, nice. And, and frozen lumpia sometimes and right also take out food from there so yeah those two spots um just look Filipino food Akabane and it's right there. Oh,
1: cool. Cool. And it's, awesome. they're all,
0: they're all like, you know, five minutes from the station, eight minutes from the station. So nice word. Well, shoot, man. I don't really have much more else that I'd like to get into. Uh, is there, you don't have no shows coming up, right? Uh, Actually, there, there's a, a show in May,
1: uh, Wednesday, May 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I got to check, check that out later, but uh uh because of the of the state of emergency it got uh, postponed uh but i'll be putting up all that information on on instagram and facebook and all that stuff uh instagram is boricua and hapon it's spelled uh, b-o-r-i-c-u-a-e-n-j-a-p-o-n mm. um but uh yeah i got a show in may uh, i'm gonna be putting out some more music and uh the music video is gonna come out uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks Uh, As soon as it's available, I'm just going to post it And it's going to go live
0: So, yeah, just uh, stay locked in Yeah um, Check out all the the links in the show notes And uh, I'll reshare that show When it happens That's also uh, Malcolm X's birthday So, you know Stay woke. Oh, <laughs> but but yeah 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 man. Happy um, birthday! I, I want to thank you again, Eto, for coming through, man. It's uh, thank not, you. Not not only uh, just to talk about your music, but it's been great to reconnect with you. It's been a long time. Very, since we, very we long, to long. Yeah. it. So, <laughs> uh, man, uh, I'll be in communication with you. That's it, y'all. Gracias, a Gracias mi gente. Uh, a lot of these beats in the background are by Il Sugi. I'm gonna go out to one off of his new album called Warp Haze. Here we go. Peace episode one forty two. Novemos. Shit with fuck smoke shit, smoke shit, fuck 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 Smoke shit, shit. shit, fuck off ab- that, punk, smoke, shit, get with, that. Sind, get with that fuck, fuck off that, punk, shit, punk, smoke, shit, get with that fuck, punk, smoke.